Welcome to Talking Baloney. Calvin Coco Pop. This is Boots. Oh, gosh. <laughs> What's going on? No script allowed. What are you, some kind of bot? Come on, people. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want a pickle, you gotta give him a pickle, right? <laughs> I want to be a movie star. Wow, that sounds so interesting. Fresh and quick. Part of the Baloney Nation. Jim Dizzy. You guys still there? Hey, Jim welcome. Dizzy. What's going on, big guy? Welcome to Talking Baloney this week. Yes, uh, we are very, very welcome to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you got a new setup for us. Yeah, I'm uh, coming to you live from the uh, the quiet closet, so to speak, so that uh, we may not hear the dogs as much, and it's more of a devoted space to the show. <laughs> and I, I don't really have a lot of room to rock. That's the wall behind me, folks. Right there. Boom. Yeah. Wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're in the closet right. this week. That's a, yep. a new take on the show, I guess. Yeah. I'm in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> well, what better time to talk about Donnie Wahlberg than March 14th? Uh, you know, I never thought this show would even come to fruition. Yeah. So just uh, summarize for those who haven't been watching, uh, how did we get here? What happened? Well, we, you know, you and I, the show, we were not big fans of New Kids on the Block. Somehow we got, you know, my my wife, Melly Mels, is a big fan of New Kids on the Block. Her and her, her and her friend were supposed to go on a trip. It didn't happen because the New Kids on the Block failed them. Uh, we rubbed it in. And somehow we end up talking about Donnie Wahlberg and Mark Wahlberg and the new kids on the block quite a bit over this last year. And here we are. We decided to issue a challenge that if so many people responded to, uh, we would do a show on Donnie Wahlberg. Unfortunately, during the first week, apparently there's not a lot of Donnie Wahlberg fans. But when it, when the when the forks were in the fire and the crap hit the fan, man, those fans came out of the woodwork to get this show on the air. <laughs> and and here we are devoting a whole entire show to Dottie Wahlberg. <laughs> That's right. So we did a two-part Mark Wahlberg, uh, who has a very successful film career, and there was uh, he, a, lo a lot yeah, to talk about. His net worth is $300 million. That's Mark or Donnie? That's Mark. Because wow. I, I wanted to have some little stabbing points that i could throw out there today so i did my i did my homework today so nice <laughs> yeah um yeah so then the uh melly mel's put out the challenge and 16 <laughs> comments were received we only yeah. needed 10 yeah so definitely got a positive response to donnie walbert you know, and I, th I think part of the problem is we didn't really set the bar high. Like I did, I, I, I was thinking who really in the right mind is going to be a Donnie Wahlberg fan. I mean, other than, you know, maybe you, yeah, if you're not a new kids on the block fan, I guess. So the idea was, Hey, can, can they really scrape up 10 people? And they did. <laughs> yeah. I am. I am surprised. I, I think a lot of the support was really support from Melly Mel's. Yeah, I agree. And I'm going to tell you, uh, when we start talking about it, I was shocked to find out how many movies and what movies Donnie Wahlberg has actually been in. Surprised me. <laughs> yes. Well, let's start New Kids on the Black. I mean, we, we 
We have to I, like start there. I'll openly you... admit, not a fan. <laughs> I couldn't name one of their songs, and I probably would jump out the window if you started playing one of their songs. But uh, go I, ahead and tell me what you think. I just want to say, you know, listen up, everybody, if you want to take a chance, because <laughs> I'm not going to be the one doing the new kids dance. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I'm just sitting here in the, you know, the podcast room hanging tough. <laughs> See, both I feel like you're doing both, references both to new kids, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I got. Like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Their music is catchy. You know, it's, uh, so you know, it's it was, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, <laughs> <laughs> they're both about the equivalence in catchiness. So, uh, I will say, listen, the new kids on the block have been performing for, you know, 20, 30 years, whatever now. And it's, it's insane. The following that they have is nuts, nuts. And it's, well, yeah. I mean, so, you know, their music, you, you do like yes. their music. It, it's yeah, catchy. I w- yeah, you, you, I you're not like a blockhead though. No, I'm not a blockhead. You're not going to see me wearing the, putting the posters on and, you know, all putting the, pins on and the special sneakers and the special so, shirts and <laughs> you're married to a blockhead though so i am married to a blockhead yes you know the culture you know it's, what it is not, to be a blockhead it's ravenous it really is like you i asked melly mel's to make me a shirt last night for the show that said donnie who and she was like no <laughs> that's offensive <laughs> <laughs> not gonna happen (laughs) yeah probably asked the wrong person for that you know i mean i we got our own print shop i thought for sure we could get a t-shirt made but uh unfortunately if it's anti new kids or anti blockhead nation or anti donnie it ain't happening (laughs) yeah you can watch us anytime online or uh on buzzsprout you can listen uh we're on Mm -hmm. all your major uh podcast uh, sites Mm-hmm. And I mentioned that because maybe you want to go back and, and watch some of our old episodes because we talk a lot of movies. Yes. We, we go through different stars and we kind of chronologically go through their careers. We've yeah. done Bruce Willis, Schwarzenegger. Uh, Stallone. Stallone, Tom Cruise, John oh. Candy, Chevy Chase. Yeah. And now today, Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie, Donnie freaking Wahlberg and let let me tell you this guy I'm gonna start by saying this shocked not shocked in a way but uh the nicest guy in the freaking world <laughs> Danny Wahlberg? And he, yeah and he's married to Jenny McCarthy okay now Jenny McCarthy is um I'm gonna say controversial mm-hmm mm-hmm she has some viewpoints that are just. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. We don't talk politics, but I will say no. anyone who's against vaccinations is insane. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Thankfully, we're doing a show about Dottie Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> but I will so, say this. He is a very, very nice guy. And because my wife follows the Blockhead Nation and Donnie Wahlberg on Twitter, I get to see all the nice little things that he posts all the time. And I will say the man reaches out to his fans. He's, he stays 
he stays relevant. You know what I mean? In this era of COVID and all these other things going on, when there's no public forum for these guys to perform in front of and there's no concerts and stuff, he stays relevant. He's out there. He's doing it. I, I, I got to give kudos to him, man. I I thought I was going to be able to come on here and obliterate him and rip him apart. And, uh, man, he's a nice guy. <laughs> I, okay. If we I, did I got an episode a, for every nice guy, though. We, yeah. Yeah. But, I, I mean, to, I, that's that's about where I'm going to leave it, right there. Because right. now I'm ready to dive into the movie stuff. <laughs> well, let's, let's do it. So, yeah. I was surprised he did as many movies as he has. Yeah. Um, I'm even more surprised I've seen some of them. Yes, and I had to double check last night thinking, he's not in Saw. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not in Saw. He's in Saw 2. <laughs> yeah, and 3. And 4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought he would have been killed in 2. <laughs> well, let's kind of go um, chronologically like we do. Yeah. Yep, let's do uh, it. The first movie that I've seen that he was in was the movie Ransom. Yeah. A Mel Gibson picture about uh, the kidnapping of his son. And Mm -hmm. Donnie is one of the kidnappers. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I, and I will say that he was not bad in the movie. I mean, obviously it's a Mel Gibson flick. Um, You know, I'm a Mel, I, I like Mel Gibson, the actor. Not the uh, <laughs> ranting lunatic sometimes that he is, but uh, he would be a good you know? uh, match for Jenny McCarthy, just in terms of. <laughs> but we're not talking that. We're talking. Yeah, we're not talking that. <laughs> <laughs> good movie, I gotta say. Ransom's a good yeah. movie. Well, well produced, well written. Uh, great action. Kind of, you know, a lot going yeah. on. You know, there is. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, this is Gary Sinise, is in it? This is. Uh, where he's coming off the high of Forrest Gump, and he was doing yep. like all these uh, big roles before he settled into his CBS cop show career. Mm-hmm. Um, and how and how can you not like not like Gary Sinise? I mean, the man does a lot for the troops, does a lot for the soldiers. You know. Oh yeah, and he's great in this. Yeah, and he's and, Lieutenant uh, Dan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this this of course has the famous Mo Gibson quote. Give me back my son. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. all I really got for that. That's, that's, it, it, all I hear when he speaks now is, they can take our land, but they cannot take our freedom. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that was 1996. Donnie mm-hmm. does some movies in 98. He does Body mm-hmm. Count, Butter, and Southie. I've never seen any of those. I did. I listen. I looked these up last night, and a couple of them had some pretty decent, fair reviews. But uh, I've never, never watched any of them, <laughs> to, to be yeah. honest. So we'll go right to the Sixth Sense, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Bruce Willis. Yes. Now this is a movie we have talked about. Yeah, we have. Um, we didn't mention Donnie when we talked about it. No. And until Melly Mel's was on our show recently and pointed out that Donnie was in the movie, I had no idea that was him. Yeah, I legit did not know that was him until it was pointed out to me. And I, I love the movie. Good movie. Yeah. You know? And Plus I'll give got- him credit. He lost a ton of weight. He doesn't yep. look anything like Donnie Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. He's got like a bad haircut. And uh, 
he's he did a good job. He did a good job. I um, I I won't pick this one apart on him. <laughs> so, I guess from there, you, there's just a lot of movies I've never seen. Mm-hmm. He, he does do Saw two, Saw three, Saw four, Saw five. Let's be honest. Did we really need anything past Saw one? No. Mm-hmm. Um, so he plays a cop in those shows, and that starts. A trend. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays a cop almost exclusively now in movies and yeah. films. Yeah, it, it, right, right up to his TV shows he's in now. Right, he's done uh, the last ten years. He's been on Bad Bloods playing a cop. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, just run down the list of cops he's done. So he okay. plays a cop in the Saw movies. Yeah. Uh, so that's starting in two thousand five. Okay. In 2006, he does Saw 3, which is, again, a cop. Mm-hmm. 2007, he does the movie Dead Silence, where he's Detective Jim Lipton. And then he mm-hmm. also does Saw 4. Mm-hmm. Saw 5, he uh, appears in archive footage as a cop. Uh, mm-hmm. He does Righteous Kill. He's Detective Ted Riley. And he does a movie called What Doesn't Kill You, where he's Detective Morin. Yeah. On TV, he does... <laughs> The show uh, Boomtown in 2002, he plays a detective. He plays <laughs> yep. a cop in the show NY70 in 2005. Mm-hmm. 2006, a, sh- a miniseries, The Path to 9-11, he plays Detective Kirk. Mm-hmm. 2007, The Kill Point, he's Detective Horst Kelly. He plays a cop <laughs> in The Kings of South Beach, Detective Andy. Yep. 2009, TV movie Bunker Hill, he plays Detective Mike Moriarty. He appears for two episodes of Rizzoli and I, I, Isis. Mm-hmm. He plays uh, Lieutenant Joey Grant, the cop. And then Blue Bloods for 10 seasons, he's Detective Danny Regan. Yeah, I'm t- I guess, you know, being that his you know brother was kind of a gangster growing up, maybe he, this, the, the cop thing was his dream. I don't know. <laughs> that's like, so, that's typecasting, right? It's like now... I, I mean that's not by chance. That's how, how does someone play a cop in like literally twenty projects in a row? Yeah, that's that's not by chance. That's that's contractually <laughs> obligated. <laughs> <laughs> or you are really only you are really really picking your scripts. <laughs> yeah, there's something going on there. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, he's, it's a miscalling, I guess. You know, he, you know, maybe you, it's because of Marky Mark. He, he wanted to be a cop growing up. And- it has to be. I mean, I'd love to hear the take from the Blockhead Nation on this one. <laughs> and we're actually going to do that because coming up next, Melly Mel's is going to join the show. Yeah. And she's going to probably put a completely different spin on, on Donnie Wahlberg than we just did. Yeah. And, and for the record, let it state that I was, I'm happy with how nice the guy is. Like, it's it's somewhat alarming, actually. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, but I will say this: it's you know, great that the Saw movies came out and all that, but uh, we really didn't need any Saw movies past one. We got the point. Uh, let's see how grotesque we can possibly make, you know, someone chopping their own arm off to get out that they're, you know, they're not going to get out anyway. <laughs> yeah. Saying. Well, and before we go, we should mention he was also in Band of Brothers, which. Mm-hmm. In terms of high-profile acting gigs, that's a pretty good one. That 
there's a lot of top talent that were involved in Band of Brothers. Um, so that's a, a nice uh, credit that was the, for him. That was the military movies, right? Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, produced by Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg. Yeah. It covers uh, World War II. Yeah, uh, tons and tons of actors in it, but mm-hmm. you pretty much had to be somebody to be in it. Yeah, no scrubs allowed. No, <laughs> I don't want no scrubs. <laughs> There's our uh, daily TLC reference. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get it in there. Yep. <laughs> All right, so we'll take a break and we'll. All have, right, Billy uh, Mel's with us. Coming All right, next. Blockhead Nation's coming to us next. Next segment. <laughs> oh boy! What the hell? And welcome, welcome back. And hey looky, looky who we have here. <laughs> so, just for the record, one of the Blockhead Nationites was so embarrassed they did not want to come on the show, is what you're saying. Correct, DJ? No. Okay. No, she couldn't. <laughs> she couldn't come because she didn't know that it was. She got it messed up. So. Unfortunately, uh, she can't join us. But my mom, um, I think, was going to join us if we could call her. Uh, I mean, we could. But do we want to? Uh, she sure. really wants to speak her piece on you guys not counting her vote. So, <laughs> What do you mean? What? Are you saying that there was some illegal vote counting here? Listen, we don't do politics yeah. on this show. No, you guys did said you weren't counting her vote. I, no, no, I, no. The, the only vote we uh, didn't count was your vote. Yeah. Okay, because you were vote. like, oh, it was four, because there were six, and then it was four. <laughs> uh, the other one was the one that was for uh, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. I just wanted to make sh- Well, anyway, so she um, <laughs> wanted to make sure that her vote was counted. See, folks, okay. like I said, these these baloney, or these d- blockheads, they're they're passionate. They get angry, and you gotta did be. You guys... Go ahead. What was that? I was gonna say, did you guys talk really bad? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. Oh, you no. you won't know. No, we brought no, no, no. We would never. We would never. Yeah. Jim said more positive things about Donnie Wahlberg than I ever could have anticipated. Mm, okay. He doesn't quite I also make. Talked. You know. Yeah, I know. You're not a fan, Joe. It's okay. I still hey, care he doesn't quite make as much money as Marky Mark does. Let's be honest. I mean, Marky yeah. Mark's net, net worth is $300 million. Donnie Wahlberg's net worth is a lot less. I don't know. I don't look into his personal financials. I mean, well, I mean, these are things we need to look at when we're talking about uh, stars. Is that what really matters is money? Well, to the the folks above us, yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, let's kind of uh, get organized here a little. And uh, we're talking Donnie Wahlberg this week due to the request of Baloney Nation, mm-hmm. who resoundedly voted in favor of this Donnie Wahlberg episode. Melly Mel's is our Donnie Wahlberg expert. So we're going to let Melly Mel's kind of explain the allure of Donnie Wahlberg. The allure of Donnie Wahlberg. And 
I apologize because Robbie has decided that he is joining me in this phone call. So he probably will step in front of the camera on me in a minute here. Um, I guess if you guys want to know the alert. <laughs> there it is. There he is. This is what? This is, it's like a crazy animal house today. I don't know. They're all possessed. Um, so I, I, did you guys talk about Donnie? Like, you just tell us. You, nope. You just tell us your take on Donnie Wahlberg. Okay. So Donnie, as you guys know, um, I really, um, love new kids on the block and, um, ever, I have ever since I was, uh, like 16 or 17. I can't remember how old I was when I started listening to them, but, um, they, uh, they really uh, were our favorite band um, when we were early teenagers. And so DJ, also known as Love Nub and I, that was something that we had in common. Um, and we would watch their videos um, a lot um, and watch them at slumber parties and things like that. So it's a lot of nostalgia from our, our childhood. Anyway, so Donnie... Um, is one of the the five members of New Kids on the Block. Um, the the allure of Donnie as an adult. Donnie was a, is a teenager. He was kind of the bad boy. Um, and DJ and I didn't really. He wasn't one of our favorite New Kids. Um, I think we talked about this before. So DJ is a Jordan Knight girl. He's her guy on New Kids on the Block. And I always really loved Joey McIntyre. So Donnie was somebody that was in the band, but we didn't really, he wasn't one of our favorites. Mm. So, um, but when they got back together in 2008, um, so Donnie, Donnie as a grown up is, is definitely, I think the, the, the member of the band that, that, that really reaches out and, and has lots of positive things to, to say to his fans. So as a grown-up, um, that's why we said that we really like Donnie as a grown-up, um, because he he does very nice things for people. He always has positive things to say. Um, he does a lot of stuff on his Twitter. He does these um, these things called twugs. So he does these Twitter hugs. So people, they'll send in and he'll, he'll send you a virtual twug. Um, and then he always has positive quotes to, to share. Um, he is the kind of, they call him the captain of New Kids on the Block. So he is the one that like works on like their tour and things like that, mm-hmm. like organizing. And he also produces some of their music, but he also is an actor. And that's why I thought it would be nice to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So Interesting. we did uh, talk about his acting career, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but we definitely want your take on it because... Sure. Quite frankly, I've only seen a couple of the, the movies he's been in, and I mm. haven't really watched any of the TV shows. But uh, why don't you start with, like, what is, like, your favorite Donnie Wahlberg performance in a movie? Well, in the movies, I hadn't really watched a lot of his movies because they were horror movies. And you guys know how I feel about <laughs> horror movies. Bobby. <laughs> Robbie is being such a jerk right now. Uh, 
as far as his movies, like Saw, he he was in all of the Saw movies and things like that. Like I didn't really partake in those movies because they're horror movies, and whether he's in it or not doesn't make a difference to me. <laughs> I can't, I can't watch a horror movie. They scare me too much. So I didn't, I didn't really watch him in that. Um, I did. Um, well, I have watched him in Blue Blood, so I will tell you that he does a really good job playing a police detective. Mm-hmm. Seems to be a um, miscalling. Yeah, it's almost. And him and Mark often play policemen, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. So, and then um, he he did a really um, he he actually uh, was a producer in their Wahlburgers uh, reality show. I watched that all the time um, when it was on, and I really enjoyed it. Um, and he played himself, obviously, in that. And then, um, so okay. I guess in terms of his acting, outside of Blue Bloods, you haven't really seen too many of his uh, projects. Not his, no, not his movies because um, they're scary guys. Well, he did do. He's he's played a cop in about twenty yeah. different projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you'll see when you watch the first segment. We ran down the full list. It's yeah. kind of amazing. He's almost hello. Hey, <laughs> so, look there you are. He's almost He's exclusively stuck. played cops since like two thousand and two. Yeah. We think that he missed his calling that he wanted to be a police officer. Um, maybe. Maybe you could reach out to him and ask him. We want to know. Okay. He seems to be a cop in everything he does. So I, I mean, feel like you guys that you guys were really mocking Donnie Wahlberg and before the episode. Before no, you got actually, I spoke very highly of him, which was surprising. I even said, I'm surprised I'm speaking this highly of him. <laughs> He's a, I, and I will reference back to the big guy. He's surprisingly a very nice guy. Yeah. And that's why we really like him. So I, I don't remember if, if, well, I don't know if you guys noticed, but in the um, just a few weeks ago on Twitter, I shared one of his tweets with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and said, you know, this is really why we really like Johnny, um, is because he's a very kind, loving person. Yeah. So, uh, so tell us about uh, Wahlburgers. <laughs> you uh, watch that show a lot. What? Yeah, I did. Um, I, I haven't so... seen it. Uh, what happens on there? So it's about just the Wahlburgers restaurant and the franchises that they opened and kind of the operations of what they did. So like Mark and um, and Donnie really are the kind of public spokespeople for the restaurants. And Paul's kind of the behind the scenes person that, that handles all the operations in the restaurants. Um, but they also featured their mother, Alma on the show and a couple of their brothers and some of his friends that Mark, Mark Wahlberg's friends that were, I think portrayed in entourage. Um, mm-hmm. So it was just, it was a reality series about, about that and about their lives. And, um, and you know, you've and kind it, of talked about on the show, they would like reference some of Marky's roles as like the movies they didn't like, like Boogie Nights. Yeah. Or, yeah. Did they ever? Yeah, his, did they ever do that for Donnie? Were there like things about Donnie's career they would uh, maybe the Saw um, movies or anything like that? No, no, they didn't mention any of his um, stuff that they didn't really 
His mom talked about, like, at the New Kids fight, um, how, you know, how her and the other mothers, they actually wrote the fans back. So they had handled all of their mail in their fan club. And I think she even had, like, his rat tail. <laughs> they were going through all of her memorabilia. And um, so they talked about that. Um, but not really a whole bunch. I got the feeling that he was kind of her favorite child. <laughs> um and they showed a lot of, you know, he was always trying to get her to say he was his, her favorite child, kind of like I do to my mom. So he is the eighth out of nine kids, correct? Yeah, yeah he's almost a baby. Mark is the youngest. Mm -hmm. Surprising I knew that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the interesting. For, it, for me, it is interesting because Mark got in a lot of trouble in one of the, I think it's actually the the charge that, or what he was charged with, like, he w it was like a hate crime almost um, to somebody that was of different race. And Donnie is like really, um, he works with everybody of, you know, different races and stuff like that. And he's always very, very positive about it. So it just kind of made, made me think about the differences between the two of them. Gotcha. That is a good take from Melly Mouse. Anyway. Very uh, serious. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I have an interesting fact about Donnie Wahlberg that uh, frequent uh, friend of the show, Dennis Grant, uh, let me know. And I, I had forgotten this, but Donnie Wahlberg was at WrestleMania 10. Uh, really? I did not know he, that. He was the celebrity guest ring announcer for the title match between Yokozuna and Lex Luger. <laughs> See, so there's a wrestling connection. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jenny McCarthy has obviously done a bunch of wrestling stuff as well. So mm -hmm. I think they might be closet wrestling fans, the Wahlbergers. <laughs> they might be. Now I yeah. can like him. I can like him now. See? <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, we know Mark Wahlberger knows John Cena, mm -hmm. right? They, yeah, they work together. he does from the movies. Yeah, my favorite movie of all time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that really isn't my favorite movie of all time. I'm just joking. <laughs> ah, the truth well, comes out, folks. Live well, on you, talking. Since Don. you brought it up, I think we gotta know now. What is your favorite movie of all time? Oh it's not gosh! Daddy's home. I guess James didn't realize that I was a uh, really like Chubby Chase um, because we don't like Christmas Vacation. I'm I'm not really that into Christmas Vacation, but I really the original Vacation like that was something that I watched all the time growing up. So that's a classic. Yeah, yeah. Instant that and Dirty Instant Dancing. Classic. Ooh, Dirty Dancing. <laughs> What about uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? Does that get a vote? Oh, I like Robin Hood. Yeah, it's in, because it was our it was a special movie um, for me because James went with me and I think it was our first date and we had pickle dip and. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always comes back to pickle dip. dip. <laughs> <laughs> always giving him the pickle. Yeah, and we got um, the soundtrack off of, uh, it was a, I think it was a single. We got the single, and then we played it in his single. car. We yeah, bought it at Record Town. We played it on a cassette player in our car. Yeah, in your car, and then my dad would, 
I remember specifically listening to that music and then my dad um, turning the light on and off to tell me I had to come in. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what car that was, Jim? Of your uh... that would have that was my 1979 AMC Spirit hatchback. I was hoping it was. That <laughs> <laughs> was exactly that. It was. <laughs> yes, it was. Ah, man, yeah. memories. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys doing an episode on Donnie. Um, hey, we, we we had no choice. The nation yeah. voted, and we we, we listened to Baloney Nation. Yeah, yeah. we're fair. We are fair, <laughs> and we are fair and balanced. You know, we, yeah, fair and balanced. <laughs> <laughs> and you I know, was going to refer to this as like a hostile takeover, but it really it wasn't. It was just you know the fans wanted something. We responded. Gave yeah. everyone what they wanted, a Donnie episode. Yep. And now uh, yeah. we can get back to our regular programming next week. <laughs> yeah. Get back, to, get, get back to talking about, you know, a baloney stuff. <laughs> baloney stuff. I think it would be much more entertaining if DJ was here too, but that's okay. You could get her perspective. Hey, so. you know what? It, it, it is what it is. She was afraid of the moment of fame and she <laughs> decided to run and hide. And that's that's fine. She didn't want to stand up for what she believed in on the show, on the air. <laughs> she didn't want to handle the tough questions. That's on her. I mean, wow, we get it. Well, we're definitely we're... going to get a voicemail now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. All you right. Know. Well, let's wrap up the uh, segment here on Donnie, and we'll come back and we'll do Baloney Nation and Molly Mouse. You can stick around for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. All right. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> hey. Welcome. Welcome back, <laughs> nation. <laughs> what was going on there, Jim Deasy? I was uh, inspecting the camera. It looked like there was a spider crawling up the wall in here in the closet. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sure you'll enjoy that when you watch it back. That was a yep. great face. <laughs> so welcome the viewers back to the segment. Hey. <laughs> so it is time for Baloney Nation. This is our chance yeah. to hear from our fans. They can call us, 585-484-1770. They can leave a voicemail. They can send a text. Is it the kids like to do? Send a text. <laughs> You know, they what do these, like to send a text. What, what, what would these kids nowadays do if they had to write a letter? Or write a, note, a letter? They just wouldn't be able to write note. cursive because they don't <laughs> look, teach cursive. So before we get to the hotline questions, uh, Melly Mel's, we did a Waffle House two weeks ago. Yeah. On your birthday. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. was your, uh, your initial thoughts of uh, Waffle House? Uh, well, I hate to disappoint you guys, but I didn't think it was phenomenal. What? <laughs> it wasn't phenomenal. Maybe it was the Waffle House that we went to. Oh, uh, you didn't like the food? Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't great. But it may have been just where I was that day, you know, because it was just a rough day. So even though it was my birthday. So, man, what? what? It's Waffle House. Waffle House is good every day. 
James, it was not. You guys talk about it being the end all be all place. I just didn't think it was. Oh, but I, like I said, cut the bike. Cut the bike. <laughs> I, I, it wasn't a phenomenal day, you guys. No. I mean, you it know. was rainy. It was dreary. I under, yeah, we understand. Yeah. It was my first birthday had without my dad. I know. <laughs> I mean, you had some emotions on. going on, but it was Waffle House. <laughs> if any, if anything yeah. can make you forget. Anything. It's Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> now, Krispy Kreme, that was phenomenal. And my birthday cake donut was fabulous. Okay. So there was something positive that came out of that. Wow. You know, the Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say, I mean, you know, I... the, the Waffle House wasn't the greatest service. Right. It was a weird yeah. experience that day. Um, yeah. But I mean, that was everybody's first trip out, you know, wearing the mask, going into a restaurant, you know, that kind of thing. So, well, and I think I would be interested in going to another one and just seeing, um, you know, how um, how the other ones are or going to that one again on a different day or something like that. What we'll have to do is we'll have to line up a plethora of Waffle Houses for the day. We'll have to visit mm-hmm. multiple locations. I would say if you uh, <laughs> are in Virginia, the next time you ever go to Virginia, there's a Waffle mm-hmm. House on every corner. And it's fun to like try each one and compare. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, three, then, four, five meals. Yeah. And then there's a Krispy Kreme right around the corner from the <laughs> last one you would go to. So, yeah. boom. It's, a, it's like the trifecta. I don't know how you guys put all that food in. Like all four food groups. <laughs> but I, yeah, I would like to try it again. Um, so, you know. Okay. All right. Well, so you're willing to try it again. That's good. Yeah. I really liked how they had the stamp, the Waffle House stamp on their um, waffles. Yeah. You like the waffle themselves, right? Yeah. The waffle was, yeah, it was all right. If, like I said, it just was a like a rainy jury day. It was a not, nah, you know, yeah. gotcha. emotional day. So, so probably no that way, had to do with it. So in no way, shape, or form were you saying that the waffles were bad? No, the waffle was okay. good. Just, uh, hey, just, cl- just clarifying for our nation. I was a- just saying Waffle House in general, that whole experience. I wasn't, good. Like, All right. I wasn't over the moon like you guys are about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, well e- even a bad Waffle House experience is a good experience. That's how you got to look at it. <laughs> oh. Do we, ha- we have silverware? No. <laughs> Did we get our beverages no. before we were done eating? No. 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 Do we have napkins? <laughs> Not really. But, man, those we waffles. Had, we had yeah. syrup. We did have syrup, and we did have some butter. Yes, syrup Jim, and butter. That, that ham. Oh, the Virginia ham. Oh, yeah, ham. you had your ham. Oh, is delicious. I'm, matter of fact, my stomach is growling right now. <laughs> Same here. Thinking of the ham. Just thinking of that Virginia ham. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Just something about the way they fried on the griddle. Yeah. Delish. Delish. All right. So, Bony Nation good. wants to know, if you had a toy company, what sort of toys would you make? Jim, you want to start us off? I would make a Waffle House line of toys. Okay. I'm listening. And 
I would make some Krispy Kreme toys that smelled. And if you licked them, they tasted just like a real glazed donut, but they weren't edible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that might be confusing for children. but Yeah. You know what? They'll always choke out at one time. (laughs) (laughs) Molly Mels, do you have an answer for our Bologna Nation question? Sure. Um, I would make scratch and sniff stickers like we had when we were children. Okay. Do those uh, not exist anymore? No, not the ones like we had. You remember when school, when you were good, you used to get a scratch and sniff sneaker. (laughs) Sticker. (laughs) I loved scratch and sniff sneakers. They were great. (laughs) Because my sneakers always smelled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You didn't even have yeah, to scratch them. Yep. No yeah, scratch necessary. Fresh, yeah. fresh, fresh and quick all the time. Yeah. And they had all of those different scents and things like oh, that. Yeah. They just don't have them like that anymore. There are uh, stickers that are smelly, but they're not like they were when we were young. <laughs> yeah. The ones yeah. we had when we were young probably had toxic stuff in them that was probably, <laughs> probably. But you know, if you can look past that, they were, if you can look past the toxicity and everything, they were delicious. <laughs> they smelled great. I know. The smell would rub off on your clothes if you like had the smelly pencils, you know, or yeah. the smelly pens. You know, yeah, who, doesn't want actually... a, who doesn't want a pen or pencil that smells like peppermint or vanilla? Oh, yeah. I actually still buy the the smelly Mr. Sketch markers because I think that they smell really good. Listen, I'm just saying for the baloney nation, if you guys still want something that's not safe for you and still has the good old scratch and sift smell, you go hit the dollar tree up. They got it. Uh, next question. So a viewer wants to know if movie soundtracks with contemporary pop songs can prevent a film from feeling timeless. So, no. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Because no. would, that would be like saying uh, a pop song and Dirty Dancing is going to keep that soundtrack from being time. Everybody, I think, at one point listened to the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. Yeah. But it, it evokes a time period, right? You it hear does. that soundtrack and you think, oh, 1985. Yeah. It's, it's very 80s. You, you don't... Mm-hmm. So I guess the idea of a timeless soundtrack, something like Sleepless in Seattle, which took place in the 90s, but it used music from the 50s, and it gives it kind of a timeless feel because you don't associate the music with the time period. Mm-hmm. Okay. I so can see that. It kind of did. You, you watch a Rocky movie, Rocky Three, Rocky Four, <laughs> heavy on music, right? Yep. Not timeless. That music's very dated. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's all you got. Yeah, that's up. <laughs> that's <laughs> listen, I, I'm I am i am a sucker for soundtracks, so can can you think of uh, one of your soundtracks that you really like that you consider to be like timeless that Well, I mean Top Gun, Robin Hood, Dirty Dancing. Iron Eagle. <laughs> Listen, the soundtrack's way better than the movie. <laughs> Iron Eagle? You Yeah. You recently rewatched it, right? I did. I think I was texting you while I was watching it. Yeah. 
What, what was yeah. your take on it now seeing it in 2021 as a uh the just seeing it now versus then the special effects are horrible <laughs> <laughs> you know the fact that they found no safety protocol to fly the fighter jets in iron eagle <laughs> most of the scenes aren't even believable <laughs> <laughs> now what do you uh, think of movie soundtracks um, I, they're the ones that James mentioned came to mind. Um, I do like them. There's a, a couple of them. Jerry Maguire. I had that soundtrack. Um, oh, yeah. Jerry Maguire. Forgot about yeah. that. Show yeah. Show me the money. Yeah. Well, Bruce Springsteen. Secret yeah. That, yep. That had some really uh, good songs on it. Um, I've been uh, known a time or two to buy a soundtrack. Footloose. You had the Footloose soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, said, over the yeah. top over the top soundtrack. Had a little Sammy Hagar, little Kenny Loggins. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We actually the other day we were watching TV and James was like, it was rock ballads, time life, like the commercial for rock ballads and yeah. oh, every rock ballad imaginable. And he's like, Ooh, ooh, I want this. And I said, Well, let's just make a playlist in Spotify with all the songs on it. <laughs> <laughs> We had, yeah. we came we had we had to come to it. It was a moment there because I was like, "But I want the CDs." <laughs> and Melly Mel's was like, "But you can just download them now and make a playlist." But I'm like, "But I want the CDs." Yeah, <laughs> I, have, I, I have a CD, CD player in the car. <laughs> you do have a CD player in the car. The SUV's got a CD player in it still, yeah. and wow. uh, Melly Melly Mel's little Mini Cooper's got a CD player in it. Yeah, but you know what? I I don't ever use it. I've um. The last time I used it, I I bought the new uh, New Kids on the Block Anniversary Edition Hanging Tough CD, and that's what I listen to it on. But most of the time, I just make a because it does MP3s as well and a thumb drive, so I just put the MP3s on a thumb drive, or I connect my phone. <laughs> but but think I made about how how fun it is to take the CD out of the case and watch it go into the CD player, and you hear it spinning. <laughs> yeah, except they get scratched or, you know, and then you lose them. Just, we're losing touch with our, our, our past. Well, there is something to be said for physical media as we yeah. enter this uh, digital age. Uh, you mentioned songs on like Spotify. Well, what happens if they disappear from Spotify and then you can't sure. find them? You know? Yeah, no, I totally ah. get it. There is a point of that for sure. Of and having listen, and owning the the item, the time life depending. special. They were only yeah. a dollar a song. A dollar <laughs> a song. Only one hundred and fifty dollars. One hundred, like one hundred and fifty songs. It was crazy, but it was free Ooh. shipping, and they were going to give you two day shipping <laughs> and throw in a bonus Queen CD. <laughs> oh yeah, they're going to give you Queen's greatest hits for free. Who does Man. that? Columbia House? No. <laughs> I made him a I made him a Spotify playlist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's and, a real issue. Uh, let's let's talk ahead. about that for a second. We yeah. played it yesterday after yeah. dropping the kid off at college. We came back on our way back, played that Spotify playlist, and every time it played one song, there'd be three commercials, and well, then yeah. two songs, and then three more commercials. Yeah, so you because no commercials on CDs. True. James doesn't own, he doesn't subscribe to Spotify Premium, so kept playing ads. Well, you're going to pay at some point, somewhere. 
Mm. Crazy. Shouldn't have to pay for pay for happiness. <laughs> <laughs> so physical media going away. You know, I'd like to buy Blu-rays and I have like a collection. Mm-hmm. It's because movies are not um they're not everywhere that you would think they are. You think with all these streaming services you can mm-hmm. find a movie anywhere you want, but it's actually harder to find movies now. There's no yeah. blockbuster to walk through. Perfect example. You go to Amazon Prime, you want to watch the Conjuring series, but they got Conjuring 2 on Prime, but not Conjuring 1. There you go. Yep. You can't get into you can't get into a sequel of movies because they only got one of them on there. Yeah. And uh, the rights can change. Um, if you bought a movie on iTunes, you know, say, I'm going to own this movie on iTunes. It goes into your iTunes collection. And then Apple loses the rights to the movie five years from now. The movie in your collection disappears. It's not there. Yeah. You don't, you don't actually own it. Yeah. You know you, you, know you paid them for it. I think, right. I, I mean, you guys have a valid point. It's corrupt. That's what it is. It's corrupt. <laughs> and that was the point we were making. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? When you download that MP3 file or whatever, it can be corrupt too. But when you got that CD, woo, it keeps on playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think that wraps it up for this week. I want to thank Melly Mouse. Yeah. Thanks for having uh, me. Yeah. Let's, let's thank, thank, the, uh, uh, let's thank DJ for being on the show. Oh, that's right. She wasn't on the show. She skipped. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I just want to say thank you to the listeners that voted for the Donnie show. Um, I really appreciate that. Yeah, we and I will say I was shocked. I was shocked at how many people came through, how many Donnie fans there were, uh, how big the Blockhead Nation was. And again, I'll state for the record how nice Donnie Wahlberg is. <laughs> and I'll just state right. again, we voted, uh, we counted every vote except for two. <laughs> One, which was uh, Melly Mel's, because she can't vote for herself. Yeah. Right. And, this, and the second Here. voted for technically Mark Wahlberg. Okay. That is fair. I thought it sounded like you guys were not vote, letting my mom's vote stay. And my mom. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, for no, clarification no, no. in the uh, picketers getting out ready out in the parking lot, we <laughs> did not exclude your mom. Her okay. vote counted. Because... And Paula's okay. vote counted. But she tried to vote twice. I can only count one of them. Just, <laughs> she might, so, yeah. yeah, mommy loves Donnie Wahlberg. She wants to go to the Blue Blood set and meet him. She wants to go to, on a cruise with me and meet him. I made her uh, every, I, I wore all Donnie Girls t shirt for her birthday. Wow. She really likes Donnie. As she said it, she's a Donnie freak. She said, <laughs> That's right. A Donnie freak, folks. A Donnie freak. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks he's she thinks he's so sweet. So hey. Hey, you know what? And hey, if keeps her happy and <laughs> you know, hey, you go, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, uh it's time to say goodbye. Yes. <laughs> so let's get this Donnie episode over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all the Donnie freaks out there. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> right. and, and wash your hands. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>